Hello, welcome to edition 43 of Harmony UK podcast, the third in a trio of editions which have come from in and around the city of Bristol, where we've been talking to the wealth of barbershop Harmony talent uh, that exists in this area. Seven choruses, no less, taking part in the big Bristol Barbershop Bonanza. It's a concert which will be taking place on November the 19th, 2022, which, as I speak, is only a few days away. And we've got yet more people to see. So let's start on a mild but very showery night at the end of October. It's the night before the start of LABS, the Ladies' Association of British Barbershop Singers' first convention since the pandemic. Tomorrow, members of Fascinating Rhythm will be heading off to compete in Bournemouth. For some, it's a brand new experience. Yes, very exciting. <laughs> yeah, first convention, very, very excited. Duracell Bunny, I am. <laughs> How much have they told you about what happens at convention? Oh, lots. There's lots of scare stories, but lots of excitement as well. So, um, yeah, just so excited. Nearly three years on since we joined um, first convention, but it kind of feels like it's a first for everyone in a way because it's been so long since the last one. So it, it's lovely to kind of be in that um, in that bubble with them. Emma and Anne-Marie, who joined just before the pandemic hit in March 2020. For others, of course, convention is nothing new. I'm Leslie Beswick. I have been singing with Fascinating Rhythm for over 25 years. Wow, as long as the, the, the chorus has been going. Yes, before we were Fascinating Rhythm, I sang with them with a, when we were called Rainbow back in the day. Oh, right. <laughs> I, I didn't even know you had been called Rainbow. Yes. T- tell, us, tell us how that all came about. Um, we, there was a group of uh, probably six, eight maybe of us. Um, and yeah, we were called Rainbow back then. And then we just grew and changed our name to Fascinating Rhythm. Um, yeah, about 25 years ago. So yeah. where did the six or eight come from? Were they from other choruses or were they just uh, new, new, new people? I believe so. All local, all local girls. Um, still still around. Um, uh, Ali Jack still sings with us here. She was our founder member, but she's already up at convention. <laughs> so what were they like when you found them then? Um, small, obviously. Small and um, just a group of ladies that used to sing together in the back back room of a pub and even in people's houses back then because there weren't many of us and yeah my mum joined with us and we doubled the numbers nearly <laughs> wow what, what what sort of songs were you singing were you singing things different from the the other uh, women's choruses in bristol um Probably, yes. Yes, we probably were singing some different stuff, but it was all very old, old bar, what I call old barbershop. Um, can't think of any off the top of my head now. Old barbershop. Um, trolley song, that sort of thing. Y- yes, yes, yeah, absolutely, that kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, just, yeah, the old-fashioned stuff, really. We did obviously want to attract new members, so we wanted more 
um, familiar songs for people to so that they could recognize them and it wasn't any good when we did learn to, started to do our learn to sing days um, it wasn't any good having an old song that nobody knew we wanted to entice people in with with a more well-known song so um, we choose one of those and yeah keep it in the repertoire but is there i wondered a favorite song our most favorite one within the chorus and our audience is um, billy joel's and so it goes um, that's one of our our kind of um, recognizable ones that we always sing because we love it so much um, and our audiences kind of expect us to sing it. director of Fascinating Rhythm. Uh, Fascinating Rhythm, we're obviously an all-female uh, chorus. Uh, we've been running now for 25 years, although it might be longer than that now. <laughs> uh, I've been the director with them for 14 years, and I was a singer with them for about two years before that. Um, so your association with Fascinating Rhythm goes back a long time? Uh, quite a long time, <laughs> yes. My association with Barbershop goes back even further, so I've been involved for over 40 years now. of people who want to join good singing groups so there was clearly room for another one. And what is the, the unique selling point? What makes Fascinating Rhythm then different from the other choruses as they are at the moment? Uh, I think it will be down to our repertoire uh, so we are quite uh, I think we're quite cutting edge and innovative in what we do so particularly when it comes to convention for the last eight to ten years we have taken brand new bespoke arrangements onto the stage so songs that have not been on the circuit before and we've really enjoyed that process and then we look carefully at our repertoire and just make sure that there is songs that are going to enthrall and please everybody you say bespoke so you obviously decide which songs you want arrangers to arrange for you what makes for a good fascinating rhythm song um, it's an interesting process we go through and that's kind of how we end up with the songs that we really love. So we take a very democratic approach, the music team comes together and we compile a list of 30 songs and I say to them, no, there are just no boundaries and no barriers on this. If you like the song, put it on the list. 
and then we work through that list and whittle it down to about five or six we then send them to um, the arranger that we're using it has been Liz Garnett for many many years she then guides us as to what will be really good in terms of competition and out of that process comes our two songs so we're really lucky to have worked with Liz in that way I presume that after um, writing so many arrangements for you then, Liz must know the chorus quite well. Does she, does she visit, does she know the, the, the qualities of the individual singers and what they can do? She has visited us many times uh, as a coach, so not even working on her own arrangements, just working with us, um, but certainly with the songs that she has done for us. Again, brilliant partnership because you have the arranger in the room and you can say, what did you mean by this, Liz? And she'll go, this is what I meant and we can deliver it. So that has worked really well. And she knows the range of my chorus and she knows the kind of um, characters we can bring to the song so yeah she that partnership works really well and do the songs tend to be contemporary songs or do you, do you go back further into the music catalogue uh, both ends of the extreme so we've gone right back to the 1950s right up to really modern Nora Jones um, yeah we've covered the whole range when the little blue bird who has never said a word starts to sing This year's convention uptune, Let's Do It, as performed by Fascinating Rhythm in the chorus contest in Bournemouth. They came eighth, by the way, uh, scoring just under 75%. That was just one percentage point behind another of the choruses that we featured in these podcasts from Bristol, Bristol Fashion. Well, Jo Thorne told me that her strategy as MD at Fascinating Rhythm had been to rebuild the chorus for convention. This, she said, was a reset moment. And for Anne-Marie and Emma, remember them from the start of the podcast? Well, it was a culmination of almost three years of very hard work and extraordinarily difficult circumstances. We uh, joined just before the pandemic in February 2020. You've been on a Learn to Sing Day and then uh, this was that was our first opportunity then to come and join the chorus uh, so we did our first night here together. It was just about the worst possible time to join a chorus, yeah. So we went, we had about two or three yeah. rehearsals in person before we went into lockdown. We worked together, Emma and I, to learn, take the opportunity to learn the repertoire. So uh, throughout the pandemic, we were learning our audition songs and getting those signed off. Um, and then we just carried on learning and supporting each other uh, via WhatsApp every day what are you singing what are you doing what are you learning and uh, yeah so that's why we become bass buddies bass buddies yeah, yeah. Bass and to be honest it's got it got me through the pandemic massively it was such a help having FR to focus on absolutely loved it yeah. had you known each other then before that learn to sing course well my daughter did go to one of Anne Marie's um, learn to learn to sing jolly babies classes years and years ago so we had met but we didn't know each other no, really did really we well, no. we really learnt, met each other at the learn to sing day because it sounds as though um, you did as you say support each other and you, you really just suddenly hit it off we did absolutely I couldn't have done it without Emma at all yeah it was great and so much fun <laughs>
<laughs> so what, what was it like then getting back to singing in person? Uh, very emotional. Uh, we both cried when we sang together. So when we came back, we were singing at Yate Football Club. Um, that was our, we had to be outside and spaced and Joe was stood in the field and we were on the terraces and we did our first song and we just looked along at each other and we were just crying our eyes out the pair of us yeah it was amazing that it, that in itself though is remarkable I can't think of many choruses that, that, that can just just pop over and, and hire a, a football ground in order to sing uh, at a reasonable social distance I, th- I think it was a testament to, to the ladies who found it and put in a lot of work to make it happen but we were all so grateful to actually be able to get back in person even if it was outside in a strange environment but yeah we were desperate to get back together so they made it happen which is brilliant and still more singers have been joining the chorus since the pandemic among them Hazel and Julie. Well, I've always done a lot of singing in choirs and um, I was in a big community choir when the pandemic hit, so it basically stopped doing anything. We didn't even have any Zoom contact. So, um, yeah, I'd been home for quite a long time with no singing by the time I managed to join FR. And it was, so, it was just so great just to be singing again. But why did you, go, why did you come to, to Fascinating Rhythm rather than going back to your old choir? I actually moved, so uh, this was over in Oxford, and I moved jobs back to Bristol. And I also uh, found that I had a bit more time now that I wasn't commuting long distance, and I wanted to do something with, that involved a bit more effort and a bit more commitment. Julie, how did you end up in, in Fascinating Rhythm? Well, actually, I would have loved to have joined um, uh, quite a few years ago when my children were a lot younger and I had um, a lot of other commitments, really. I saw Fascinating Rhythm just in my village hall, uh, locally in Charfield, thought they were amazing, um, but they practised on a Thursday night. I already had a commitment that night, uh, so I, I just left it. And uh, I was inspired by a friend of mine's mum who sings in a, a massive choir in Cornwall, went to see her last Christmas and thought, gosh, Julie, you've got to go and do this. So I looked fascinating with them up and here I am. Ah, yes, the influence of a mum. It's a powerful thing, and uh, Fascinating Rhythm have sought to harness that power to bring on a whole new generation of young female singers. Silly Piper, what a crowd With his silly flowing gown Not a penny will he get We will never pay our debt Did the job made us shiver, drove the rats into the river, not a penny will he get, we will never pay our debt. My name's Kitty Davis and I've been one of the volunteer helpers with Junior FR since, since its inception in October 2011. Well, tell us what Junior FR, because it sounds like a sort of children's building society savings account or something at the moment. I'm sure it's not. No, Junior FR is a, a singing club for, for girls aged between 7 and 16. Um, and it's Junior FR because it came out of fascinating rhythm and the ladies who sing here um, and our desire to start up um, a, a choir to, for, for the next generation and to pass on our knowledge and our love of harmony singing to the next generation and initially four of our own daughters 
So does that mean that these four daughters were dragooned into it, or, or was it something they desperately wanted to do? <laughs> You'd have to ask them, but I think we were, we were so enthusiastic about it at the time that they were quite happy to play along. Um, it came out of an idea when the, the senior choir, which they would not like me calling them, um, were putting on a Christmas concert, and we wanted some additional acts to throw in the mix to make it a bit more exciting. And... Uh, Four of us at the time had, had young daughters who enjoyed singing, and we thought, oh, wouldn't it be cool if the mums and the daughters could sing together on stage? Uh, and it was fabulous. And hence, Junior FR was born um, with the enthusiasm and drive of, of Wendy, Wendy Howes, who is our, our MD. I suppose those first members of Junior FR started off with a bit of an advantage, because if they are at home with singers, they must know about harmony. They must have heard it. They probably joined in at home, haven't they? Uh, yeah, I don't know about joining in, but they'd certainly, all of them, been to some of our Fascinating Rhythm concerts themselves by then um, and knew what we did and, and enjoyed watching us perform. I think, I think the performance side of it is, is huge with, with Fascinating Rhythm and with the Junior Choir. We, we love to give them opportunities to perform in public in all sorts of different environments from on the side of a truck at a, at a May Day you know, festival to a to a festival outdoors in Yate to being on stage in a big theatre with the with the with the main choir, um, Steadfords, all sorts. So they they've had lots and lots of different opportunities to get up on stage and perform, and they love it. And it's all about building confidence. That's it, it's so much more than just teaching them how to sing. It's it's giving them a little space of their own that's totally separate to any of their schooling. It's not attached to any of the one schools. They all come from different places. Um, and it gives them somewhere that they can express themselves and, and gain lots and lots of confidence. Which is wonderful for any young person. But is, is the junior um, chorus now attracting people who don't have families involved in barbershop already? Absolutely, absolutely. I would say, I mean, our own daughters are now, are now 18 to 20. So they've, uh, they came in as a sort of 7 to 10-year-olds and have now well and truly moved on. And, you know, as is young children will do unfortunately they grow up they move on they find other things um, but absolutely through word of mouth and through local other organizations and schools um, other children have become involved who know nothing about fascinating rhythm and what we do until we do a joint concert um, and then some of them then get hooked and we've we've actually got a few mums of the juniors who have now joined the adult choir which is fantastic and we're still working on on one of our ambitions which is to get some of our original youngsters to move on up into the senior choir we've had one success on that score so far um, but those who are now 18 to 20 we hope will come back into it in later life Kitty Davis on Junior FR, an innovative project to nurture and encourage a whole new generation of barbershop singers. And that sense of nurture and encouragement is there too in the way that the chorus looks after its more mature members. The club chair is Iris O'Loughlin. We've got our, our four section leaders and then we've got assistant section leaders for those. But there's an awful lot of work done behind the scenes because we've got um, we've got like our, our, our setup for um, getting the risers set up every week. 
Um, we've got a well-being team. We, we've got, you know, our, our first agers, our health and safety people. There's, there's, there's just so much work done by, by so many people. Like you feel that, uh, you know, most people here do make a contribution. Well-being is an area which is obviously important, but it's not something that every chorus has dedicated people looking after. How is that handled here? Um, well, it was something that that that, that we introduced um, shortly after I'd taken over, actually, because it was um, because we're a family. You know, we're we're very close, and we do look out for each other. And we felt that you know sometimes it's it's you know you come here and it's it's a great release to get away from your from your problems, but also it's good to be able to share them and feel that you could you've got someone that you can turn to, um, and then also if if you are struggling with something within F4, then it's it just gives you some someone extra to go to to be able to speak to. So. It, we're a very supportive course, and that's what I really found from the start. So we find, you know, we find it's it's good to have a team of people that that's a, so that everyone has someone they can go and talk to. And is it something that the members readily make use of? Um, it's it it's on and off. It's it we're always kind of getting feedback. So it's it it's it was more prevalent, I think, as everyone was coming back from COVID, because it was hard for everyone to adjust to normal life and to getting back to chorus and obviously there was a lot of regulations in place and we had to sing with masks and everything to begin with so um, but but even you know ongoing people have different things going on in their lives and we just want to make sure that there is someone available to them to give that support. As with all the other choruses that we featured in this trio of Bristol podcasts, Fascinating Rhythm are now preparing for the big Bristol Barbershop Bash on November the 19th. But in December, they're also staging their own charity concert. It's something that they do every year. This is Chloe, who heads up the chorus PR team. Ups and Downs are our charity of the year. They're a Down Syndrome charity. Um, so we're doing the concert to raise money for them. That's something we offer as part of our... Um, charity of the year um, offering so we they they book the venue they try and do most of the ticket sales but we perform for free and um, hopefully they make a really good amount from that um, so yes I've been liaising with uh, Michelle at ups and downs she's doing the PR from her side we're doing it from our side and we're just kind of 
joint effort really. And do you change the charity that you support every year in that case? Yes we do, we do. We, um, at the beginning of each year we're all allowed to nominate a charity of our choice and it's basically picked out of a hat and, and that's the charity for the year. So the year before this one it was just the Jesse May Trust. Um, we've done a Dementia Connections I think it was called. Um, we also did, um, I can't, I think they were called Patchwork um, but they were um, a riding school for disabled children um, and often all the charities are very close to somebody in the chorus's heart. Um, our charity this year, Ups and Downs, Joe is the director of um, Ups and Downs Southwest and Joan, our treasurer, is also um, on, the, on the committee for the charity. So the charities really mean something to the people who are, are in the chorus, but what, what sort of amounts are you able to raise for them? Um, we've done very well so far this year. Um, around, I think probably, you know, around £2,000, I think we, we might have hit one year. Um, it was obviously very difficult, the years that we had um, COVID, but we're on track, I think, this year, so we're really pleased about that. That charity concert for the group Ups and Down South West takes place on Saturday, December the 10th at the Blakehay Theatre in Western Supermare. Tickets are available online through Ticket Source. You'll find a link on the Fascinating Rhythm website at fascinating-rhythm.com. Well, there is one more fine Bristol-based chorus that I hoped we would be able to meet for this podcast. But, you know, sometimes life can contrive to foil the best laid plans. Sometimes stuff just happens. Harmony captured in a beautifully produced virtual lockdown performance of the song Anthem from the Musical Chess. Well, I had been invited to meet the chorus at their dress rehearsal for Lab's convention. That was back on October the 20th. But on that day, I was involved in my own personal lockdown, having uh, tested positive for coronavirus, so obviously I couldn't go. Since then, there hasn't, I'm afraid to say, been another opportunity to talk to the entire chorus. But their MD was able to spare me some time during a very busy dress rehearsal with all the Bristol choruses for the big Bristol barbershop bonanza. In lieu of the chorus, uh, we have their MD, Pete Nugent. Nuge, hello. You're, you're second best to the chorus, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my, the the my, man who makes it happen. Yeah, well, I mean, I just stand at the front and wave my arms around. But no, with, it's the old joke, isn't it? I'm, I'm in charge because I've got the chorus's permission to say so. Uh, indeed. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was going to come along and see you tomorrow night, but you're not rehearsing tomorrow night. This, this is the 10th we're talking about. What's happened? Well, we had a bit of a vote at the last rehearsal because um, the girls have been putting a lot of time in with extra rehearsals leading up to convention. And as we had an extra rehearsal tonight for the Bristol, for the uh, the, the big 
Bristol Barbershop Bonanza show. Lots of alliteration there. Um, because of we're rehearsing tonight on Wednesday, then we cancelled our Thursday rehearsal. So I, I'm so sorry, John, that I, I did that. Yep. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you all at the concert. But just tell us a bit about Black Sheep. I mean, how long have they been going and, and, and what's the unique selling point as far as the chorus is concerned? Well, the uh, Black Sheep Harmony have been going for just over 10 years now. And uh, they emerged from Avon Harmony, as I think all the Bristol choruses did at some point. Um, and uh, they've you know, achieved their own identity. And it's a, it's a fun-loving chorus. And yes, we do enter competition but it's not our main aim i mean uh, in in competitions we set goals you know in the ones that we think you know we're not going to win the gold medal then we think you know what is our what what are what are we going to achieve but uh, a very uh, fun loving chorus um we've got uh, a lot of great singers in the chorus and uh, we want to have a lot of fun i mean and hopefully that came across at convention when we took a big risk and did a comedy song uh, in at convention, you know, I had so many sleepless nights thinking, "What if they don't laugh?" But my goodness, what a response we got from the audience! Fantastic. Was it the chorus themselves that wanted to do this? Was it you that suggested it? I mean, where did that song come from? Well, it it was my suggestion, and initially there was a bit of umming and ahhing from the chorus because you know, it's never been done before by by the chorus. No, and we sang the the ballad of Barry and Frieda, the the Victoria Wood song. Um, which um, almost caused some consternation amongst the performance judges. However, we were very lucky that the week before, at Strictly Come Dancing, there was a dance done to that very same song, so it went from sort of watershed to, to mainstream. So um, Strictly had really been your warm-up? Oh, yeah, we, oh, when, we, when we heard that was coming on, we thought, fantastic, yeah, really good. No. I can't do it. 
A lot of people know you, of course, as a quartet singer from um, uh, One Foot in the Stave, from Britpack, from all sorts of quartets over the years. How did you actually get involved yourself with uh, with, with directing at Black Sheep Park? Uh, well, uh, when I uh, first got involved in Barbershop, I sang with the Great Western Chorus of Bristol. And it was back in, I think, 2006. And um, I was hankering to do something else. And you can, only, you can only have one musical director of a chorus. And I thought, if I want to do that, I'm going to have to sort of look elsewhere. And uh, I was fortunate enough to get the position, uh, the Cordettes, down in Tynmouth. And... Um, which unfortunately we rehearsed on the same night as the Great Western Chorus, so I just threw myself into that. You know, every every Wednesday night it was a 220 mile round trip, uh, very well worthwhile. Um, and then that, from there, you know, I got the love of it. I was lucky enough to become the MD of uh, Coast to Coast during that time as well, and um, got involved in other uh, different aspects of barbershop. I threw myself into the uh, education side as well. Went along to Directors College and. Um, I learnt a lot there from the likes of you know Paula Williams and so on. Yeah, so it really emerged from that. Yeah. And how long have you been with them now? With Black Sheep, um, two and a half, maybe three years. I mean, my first rehearsal was followed the week after by uh, COVID lockdown. So, so we spent what seven, eight months on Zoom. Uh, it's, it's you know I can't say Zoom without getting a nasty taste in my mouth. That, that's, that's pretty tough for I mean it's tough for a chorus, but it's tough for a new director as well. You, you you don't even manage to get your your feet under the table and sort of sort of find find out firsthand about the singers face to face. Yeah, exactly. But it, in another way though, it was good because uh, one of the things that we did during Zoom was we didn't focus so much on the singing because because you can't, can you really? Um, but what we focused on was just keep just keeping people together and making sure that we all looked after each other and um, had, a, had a lot of fun that, that doing that as well, yeah. What, what's, the, what's the best thing for you about directing this, this bunch of people? Um, I just love them, to, to a woman. They are, you know, when we're, uh, we're directing, they give me their 100% attention all the time. I've asked for it, they give it to me. And you know, we want to do well, we want to entertain audiences. Um, we want to have fun along the way. I think all choruses want to have fun. You know, it doesn't matter what scale you're at, whether you're full competition or just singouts. Everybody has fun, a different kind of fun. But uh, you know, I think we've, you know, I've kind of delivered the message that you know the chorus need to enjoy what we're doing and feel the emotion in the songs that we're doing. And we've thinned down our repertoire so we can focus on that and then transmit that to the audience. And you know, as like all singers, we want the audience to feel something. And we will be hearing you and seeing you in ten days' time from when we're recording this now at the big Bristol Barbershop Bash. What does that concert mean to you? Uh, well, it's great because it just shows the, the depth of, of singing and, and sisterhood and brotherhood in, in Bristol. I mean, you can hear in the, in the background now coming out. Um, and, you know, we're all individual choruses, but when we get together, we, we look after each other and support each other. So, you know, we'll be singing for an audience, but at the same time, we're also going to be singing to our uh, fellow singers in Bristol and you know if you want to come along to the big Bristol barbershop bonanza get your ticket you know google it and you'll find it online and come along and support to support our charities and uh, have a great evening at the same time really looking forward to it Pete thanks very much indeed thanks John thank you
black sheep harmony confounding the judges and delighting the audience with such an entertaining performance of Victoria Wood's famous comic song, Let's Do It. If you haven't yet seen it, it's definitely worth a watch. Uh, search for Labs LABBS 2022 Chorus Final and all the videos will come up. And uh, having watched Black Sheep Harmony, you can then disappear down an internet rabbit hole and see all the other performances. I guarantee you'll be there for hours. And if on Saturday the 19th of November you're within striking distance of Bristol, then do come along and watch the big Bristol Barbershop Bonanza. It's at the St Michael's Centre in Stoke Gifford, very close to the M4, the M5 and Bristol Parkway Station. Seven excellent choruses and just £12.50 for adults and five fifty for people under 16. And if you search for the big Bristol Barbershop Bonanza, then you'll find all the details online. I hope to see you there. I'm going to be there to record the evening concert and I am really looking forward to seeing all that talent on one stage. For now, though, from me, John Beasley, thanks very much for listening to this Harmony UK podcast. Bye-bye.